We hope you enjoy this podcast from Light Church Edithburg. To find out more about us, visit lightchurch.co. Thanks, Pastor Ben. Hey, it's uh, great to be here. Thank you for the invitation, and I've really enjoyed getting to know Pastor Ben and Pastor Darren as uh, he's come over for uh, state meetings and, and uh, pop in and just have a, have a little chat and, and all that. And, uh, and then visiting here. Uh, one, it's great to uh, visit my family, my Christian family, God's people. I love just to get out and see all of uh, us as the body of Christ worship together. I really enjoy that. And then to see also God's creation. Uh, we had a little drive around yesterday. I mean, my drive around was, uh, was, was wonderful, just enjoying the scenery as I was just driving through the fields and uh, the coast. And I love the ocean. Uh, and so just uh, then drove around with Ben yesterday, seen a few of the sites and uh, what, what is here. Just, just love it. It's just been great. So thank you so much for uh, letting me uh, be here today. Uh, I, you know, I, just before I actually get into the scripture, I, I just want to encourage some of you just with a little bit of my story. Uh, you heard, yes, I, I'm married with four children. Uh, but I want to briefly just tell you how God saved me from sex, drugs and rock and roll. Uh, I was born into a Christian family. My father was a pastor, is a pastor, retired now. And uh, in fact, he pretty much started the, the week I was born. I was born into that uh, home. They, gra- they actually graduated from Alpha Cruces. Back then it was some Commonwealth Bible College the year before I was born and then posted to their uh, church in Bundaberg where I was born, Bundaberg. Uh, so if you drink Bundaberg ginger beer, you're a good person. Uh, and so I was born in this home, raised as a Christian. When I was seven years old, I put my hand up publicly and I uh, walked down the aisle. And that was pretty much all I ever knew. I went through school just thinking this was normal life. This was how you lived. And uh, that, w- that was it. I would hear stories of people come to church and they would tell these testimonies how God took them from this, you know, they were this murderer and drug lord and all this type of stuff and transformation and I was going wow that's amazing and so great hearing you got uh, a testimony coming up uh, shortly of what God's done in someone's life and we need those and, and God does those powerful things but I thought man my life's boring I've just done what I've been told my whole life then I turned around 20 and it was around the time where God was doing something special around the world And I got hit by God's love. And in that moment of God showing me his love, I realized at that time, God saved me from sex, drugs, and rock and roll from the day I was born. I don't know what it's like to have my parents separate. I don't know what it's like to be abused. I don't know what it's like to go through relationship after relationship. I don't know what it's like to get high on drugs or to get drunk at certain times. I'm so thankful that God saved me from the moment I was born. And I just felt this share that there may be someone here that's just thinking along those lines going, you know, I've just known this my whole life. Well, you know what? That's God's blessing upon your life. And as a father here today, I pray that on my children. I pray that on my children. Well, I want to uh, bring God's word to you this morning. Talk about the blessing. 
When uh, someone sneezes, we often respond. We go, Bless you. Bless you. Does anyone know where that comes from? That's right. From the plague. 590 AD. Uh, Pope Gregory the Great believed that a sneeze was an early warning sign of the plague. So he commanded Christians to respond to a sneeze with a blessing. That was all connected to back the plague. Others, other ideas include the idea that when someone sneezed, the person would be susceptible to evil spirits. Uh, so they would uh, pray God's blessing upon that person to protect them. But uh, since then, 500 AD, 1500 years ago, it's just now become almost an automatic response that when someone sneezes, we say, bless you, bless you, bless you. This year, we uh, experienced a musical phenomena, the song, The Blessing, uh, coming out of our Eva- uh, Elevation Worship. Not only did, uh, is it sung by the original authors, but it's, uh, it's been sung now around the world, different languages, different people groups, and it's great to see if you get onto YouTube and see these things, some of the YouTube versions of this, of all the different countries, not only in different languages, but you have different churches all coming together to sing this in lockdown, all in their home, you know, doing their own little selfie, singing this song, and they've edited it all together, and it is fabulous just to, to watch, to listen, uh, and so sometimes I sit it on and just listen to the different languages and see the different churches involved. It's just been an amazing phenomena just to uh, experience and be part of. But that, that song is based on the Lord's blessing in number 6, 22 to 27. So I'm going to read through number 6, 22 to 27 from the New Living Translation. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron and his sons to bless the people of Israel with this special blessing. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you peace. Whenever Aaron and his sons bless the people of Israel in my name, I myself will bless them. Lord, I thank you for your word. I pray, Holy Spirit, that as I begin to speak about this passage, that you would speak into the hearts and lives of each person here this morning. I pray your blessing upon everyone here in Jesus' name. Amen. This passage is found just after... The, uh, the purifying the instructions to the camp of Israel, in particular the Nazarite vow, a vow that an Israelite could make to separate themselves to God for a certain period of time, to abstain from certain privileges or, or uh, good things, you might say, to say, I dedicate and set myself to the Lord. And then it comes into the blessing. Uh, some suggest that because it's just after this aspect of purification, the blessing is, shows God's gracious response to someone's voluntary devotion to Him. The blessing comes, first and foremost, as an instruction from Yahweh, from the Lord. At the beginning in verse 22, Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron, and his sons. Some suggest this builds on what we read in Leviticus chapter 9, 
Verse 23, Then Moses and Aaron went into the tabernacle, and when they came out back out, they blessed the people again, and the glory of the Lord appeared to the whole community. The blessing, this prayer, is so that God would grant his people favor, gracious provision, protection, that his presence would be with them. This blessing was declared over the people of God as a benediction at the conclusion of their time together, their worship service, and often occurs in many churches today. Jewish priests still proclaim this in synagogues today. You go to an Orthodox synagogue, you will hear it read out in Hebrew. And if uh, you open your eyes, because apparently when it is prayed, you should close your eyes. As we read in Leviticus, when Aaron and Moses uh, uh, blessed the people, the glory of the Lord showed up. So tradition is for the Jews, when even today, when they hear the blessing, they close their eyes, because if the glory of God shows up, they, they don't want to see the glory of God. And so they had their eyes closed. But there's a story of a man named Leonard Nimroy, Spock of Star Trek. He's a Jew. And as a child, the priest was praying the prayer. And he decided during that time to open his eyes. He opened his eyes to see the priest. He was just a young lad. And he saw the priests praying this prayer, this blessing over the people. And as they were praying it, he saw what they were doing with their hands. They were doing this. With their hands. Now, some of you already see the connection. In the... the teaching of the the jewish people this is the symbol for the letter shin s which represents shania shaddai shalom so lenard saw that he then grows up and many of us as i've mentioned he becomes an actor uh, becomes uh spock a vulcan on star trek and uh, as you get in the second uh, season of star trek it's the first time where Spock meets another Vulcan. And uh, he's thinking through his character and he's going, what can I do in relation to this character when I meet another Vulcan? And it just came to him to go, you know what I can do? We can have a special greeting. And that greeting can be a hand symbol where we say, live long and prosper. And as a kind of a, a, a spur-of-the-moment type thing, he spoke to the directors and they said, yeah, whatever, if you want to. That then became, in that second season, his greeting to another Vulcan, live long and prosper. Today, now, when you go to things like Comic-Con or Star Trek conventions, the most common action you will see people do is this. It is a familiar, recognized sign around the world in relation to Star Trek. And you can actually watch a YouTube version of uh, him telling the story. And he actually makes a little joke, which I love. He goes, you know, people are doing this all around the world, live long and prosperous. And he goes, and they don't even know they're blessing one another. I go, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Well done, Mr. Spock. 
live long and prosper. This prayer, the blessing, consists of three lines, each increasing in length, uh, starting with three Hebrew words, five and then seven. And it contains the word Yahweh, the Lord, in each line. And some uh, talk about this. If you take the word Yahweh out, you're left with 12 words, which could represent the 12 tribes of Israel. The first thing I want to uh, highlight in relation to this is that this is the Lord's blessing. As already mentioned, uh, this is what the Lord told Moses and Aaron. This is the Lord's blessing. Many of your Bibles will talk about this as a a heading saying, the priest's blessing. And it is because the priests give it. But it's the Lord who blesses. It's the Lord's blessing who says this in verse 24. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord smile on you. May the Lord show you his favor. The Lord is the source of this blessing. God's final instructions again in verse 27 is, I myself will bless them. This is the Lord's blessing. Know this today. It is the Lord who wants to and does bless you. He blesses you. It is God who blesses humanity in Genesis. It's God who blessed Noah in Genesis 9. It's God who blessed Abraham in Genesis 12. It's God who blessed Jacob after he wrestled with him all night. It is God who blessed Potiphar because of Joseph. It is the Lord who blessed Samson. It is the Lord who blessed Obed-Eden and his entire household as he let the ark of the Lord rest in his house. It is the Lord who blessed Job at the beginning And doubly at the end, it is the Lord who blesses those who test him by bringing their tithe to the house. It's the Lord's blessing. The Lord blesses his people. And it continues. The New Living Translation tells about the Beatitudes. God blesses those who are poor. God blesses those who mourn. God blesses those who hunger and thirst. God blesses those who work for peace. It is the Lord who blesses blesses. May the Lord bless you this morning. And God wants to bless you. He wants to. Jabez cried in 1 Chronicles 4, 10, Oh, that you would bless me and expand my territory. Please be with me in all that I do and keep me from trouble and pain. And God granted his request. God granted. The Lord blessed. This is the Lord's blessing. And he wants to and does bless you this morning. Verse 24. May the Lord bless you and protect you. To be blessed is to speak words invoking divine favor. It is to be prosperous, live long, and prosper. It includes whole, healing, wealth, It includes all these things. If you need healing this morning, that is the Lord's blessing. Health is the Lord's blessing. But perhaps I'd like to argue that the most best blessing of all is to be in relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. That is the greatest blessing. If you know Jesus this morning, you are blessed. May the Lord bless you. May he bless you. And as I'm talking and seeing around, there's lots of farmland around here. May the Lord bless your crops. May he bless your flocks. May he bless everything that you do and who you are. 
and may he protect you. The Lord will protect you. He protects his people. As David cries out in Psalm 16, Keep me safe, O God, for I've come to you for refuge. The Lord commands in Psalm 91 that his angels protect you. The Lord is your protection. And that protection continues in Christ. He is the good shepherd. Unlike the hired hand who runs away, Christ protects his sheep so much so that he laid down his life as a sacrifice for his sheep. Jesus prayed in John 17. He said, This prayer is not for the world, but for those you, Father, have given him. And he continues to say, Now, about these people, now protect them by the power of your name. And then during my time here, I protected them. Jesus protected them by the power of my name. I guarded them. Jesus is saying he protected. He guarded. Peter tells us in 1 Peter 1.5, And through your faith, God is protecting you by his power until you receive the salvation. God's power is given to us through his Holy Spirit. We know the power is with us because his Holy Spirit is in us, in his disciples. The Holy Spirit continues, not only back in, as we read in the New Testament time, but continues to fill us and be with us today. You have the Holy Spirit in you. The Holy Spirit here is to help us, to give us power, to be witnesses, and the Holy Spirit protects us, looks after us today. The Lord bless you and protect you. Verse 25. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. Now the NIV reads, May the Lord make his face shine on you. His face, his smile. It signifies his presence. And he is pleased with his people. Now, I don't know about you, but... I know when I do gather around people I like, I tend to smile a lot more than around people I'm you know, not that happy to be around. When I'm around people I enjoy, there's a smile that comes to my face. So I'd imagine many of you are like me in that sense. When you're around people you like, there's a smile. God's smiling on you this morning. God's smiling on you. His presence is with you. And not only is His presence with you in, a, in, in representing of His smile, He loves you. He enjoys you. He likes you. You are His children. So much so that His Son became Emmanuel, God with us. The very physical presence of God came to dwell with us in Jesus Christ. And then he said he would never leave us. His presence would always be with us. And as he departed, he sent the Holy Spirit, another advocate, another like him to be with us always and forever. The Holy Spirit, God's presence is with us. God is smiling on you. The spirit of love, the spirit of joy is with you and in you. 
May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. Friends, family, God's face is smiling on you today. And he wants to be gracious, gracious to you. And he already has. He already has. Romans 5.17 For if by the trespass of one man death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life through that one man, Jesus Christ? God's abundant provision of grace is the free gift of salvation in Christ Jesus. If you know Jesus this morning, his face is smiling on you. You have received that gracious gift of salvation. You are truly blessed. Salvation is a blessing from the Lord. It is His smile. His smile is on you this morning. If you haven't received that gift of salvation, there's plenty of people here you can talk to that would love to introduce you to Jesus so you can experience the smile of Jesus on your life this morning. Verse 26. May the Lord show you His favor and give you peace. The New Living Translation, I believe, provides the meaning of the text. The text should read along the lines of Yahweh, the Lord, turn or lift up His face towards you. The idea of turning face shows that God pays attention. I remember as a father, when my kids were younger, they would come in and uh, come to talk to me, and, and I, could, I could hear them, but I might have been doing something else and then all of a sudden, I would feel some hands come up on the side of my face. And then they would move the face so I could see them and they could see me. Then they knew they had Daddy's attention. The Lord has turned His face to you. You have God's attention. You have God's attention this morning. That is part of His blessing he is smiling on you as he turns his face. He sees you. He hears you. The Bible actually highlights what happens when God's face is turned away. It tells us uh, in the Old Testament that Israel would suffer and perish. But when his face is turned towards, there is blessing, there is prosperity, there is favor. Because the people have God's attention. He is looking on them. He is looking on you this morning. You are his favorite. Each and every one of you is God's favorite. May the Lord show you his favor and give you peace. This is the ending of the prayer or the blessing peace, shalom. Again, starting with the, the word in Hebrew, the letter shin, the S in our English language. This is the climax of the blessing, peace. Now, shalom in, this, uh, in the Hebrew is more than the absence of conflict. Shalom is not just peace of mind, but life working out well. 
It is a holistic peace. In essence, peace means fullness of life and wholeness in all areas of life, physical, social, mental, spiritual. In short, it's the sum total of God's good gifts to His people. This is peace, and this peace only comes from the Lord. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord smile upon you. May the Lord be gracious to you and turn his face towards you. Isaiah calls the Messiah the Prince of Peace. Jesus, the Prince of Peace, brought peace to the world. Then he declared in John 14, I'm leaving you a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. Jesus said this as he is talking about the Holy Spirit, the Advocate, the Spirit of peace, who gives the fruit of peace. Peace is in you if the Holy Spirit is with and in you. Do you need peace this morning? Peace is part of God's blessing. God blesses you with peace. This brings us back to the beginning of the blessing. This is what the blessing is about, that you would live in peace, holistic peace. God wants to bless you this morning. He wants to give you peace. Jesus gives us peace. Peace. The Holy Spirit of peace is with you and in you. In fact, if you go read through Paul's letters, you'll see that's one of his uh, key words too. He often starts his letters in, in several of those letters where he talks about grace, being gracious, and peace to the people of God in his greetings. Verse 27. Whenever Aaron and his sons bless the people of Israel in my name, I myself will bless them. God states here that it is in this blessing that God places his name, in his name, his name on the people. That indicates that the people belong to Yahweh. This blessing invokes the name of the Lord over the people. You are the Lord's this morning. You are his children. And He is a good God. He is a good, good God, which we sung this morning of His goodness. The good God who wants to bless His children. You belong to the Lord. Isaiah tells us of God's restoration, Isaiah 44. And I will pour out my Spirit on your descendants and my blessing on your children. In verse 5, some will proudly claim, I belong to the Lord. Others will say, I'm going to send it to Jacob. Some will write the Lord's name on their hands and will take the name of Israel as their own. Associated with the blessing is the pouring out of the Spirit. The people will proudly claim, I belong to the Lord. If you have the Spirit in you this morning, you are blessed and you can proclaim You belong to the Lord. The Bible ends in Revelation 22. And they, the people, will see his face. They will see his face. This is in Revelation. And his name will be on their foreheads. 
And there will be no more night. There will be no need for lamps and suns. And the Lord God will shine on them. And they will reign forever and ever. Revelation concludes with the fulfillment of this blessing. His face will be upon his people. We will see his face and God will shine on us and his name will be on us and be with us forever. This is a picture of peace. The Lord's blessing is a glimpse of the future blessing of the saints. This blessing is not just for us to hear. This is a blessing for all. One of the uh, writers of the song, Carrie Job, she, uh, she writes this uh, in regards to the song. It's the blessing from God over us. And in every season, especially those of loss and uncertainty, I am thankful that we have his word to remind us of his heart. This is God's heart. He wants to bless you. In fact, he already has. He already has. He wants to bless you. That is his heart. That is his desire to see us live a blessed life. Saying bless you in response to a sneeze is more than just a safety mechanism. Saying bless you in any and all circumstances is prophesying, declaring God's protection, favor, grace, peace over that person. The blessing of God is his desire, his heart for his people. It's a proclamation from the priests of the Lord to the people. I'd like to invite the musos up now as we close. As we close, I will be inviting the pastors up here this morning as we finish. And I'm going to talk through how I would encourage you to respond this morning. The pastors who are the, the priests of this house will be declaring the blessing over you. But you are not only recipients of this blessing, you are proclaimers as well. 1 Peter 2.9, Peter writes, For you are a chosen people. You are royal priests. Each and every one of us are priests of the Lord. As written in Numbers, this was a blessing that priests would declare over the people. We now who have Christ in us and His Spirit lives in us, we now are royal priests. That means we can stand before someone and say, live long and prosper. We can declare that blessing in the name of Jesus over others. But there's more. Let me, let me just expand this a little bit. We can, we can proclaim it over the Lord's people. Isaiah 56, we read, For this is what the Lord says, I will bless those eunuchs who keep my Sabbath days holy, who choose to do what pleases me. I will give them within the walls of my house a memorial and a name Far greater than sons and daughters could give. For my name I give them is an everlasting one. Now, we need to understand here, particularly when Isaiah wrote this, a eunuchs had no part in the people of God. They were to be separated. And here Isaiah is saying, as the Lord speaks, he will bless the eunuch. 
Those who decide to make a Nazarite vow, dedicate themselves to the Lord, God will bless them. That chapter continues a bit more. In verse 6, I will also bless, the Lord is declaring, I will also bless the foreigners who commit themselves to the Lord. And as he continues on, I will bring them, the foreigners, into my holy mountain of Jerusalem. And then we get to the end of this little section here, a phrase which we've heard quite regularly, and my temple will be called the house of prayer for the nations. The Lord wants to bless all people. You as the people of God are blessed. In the name of the Lord, be blessed. But you as a priest of God can declare his blessing over the people, not only amongst yourselves, but over those who one day we pray will commit themselves to the Lord and see them blessed and see them blessed. God blesses the foreigners, the eunuchs. He wants all his people, his whole creation to be blessed. This can be a house of prayer for the nations. A house that declares his blessings over the nations. And you've heard this morning already, Pastor Ben shared, just even the practical steps of Movember. How we can bless the community and see God's blessing over the wholeness of blessing. Not just financially, but also mentally. And pray that and speak that. So I'd like to invite the pastors up now. I'm going to declare this blessing over them. Then of us, them, if they then pray the blessing over you. And your response this morning, I want to encourage you, if you choose to respond, to be a priest this morning who declares that blessing over others. And I've asked if the, if the band could sing us in this, lead us in the song, The Blessing. And then we then stand together as the people of God and worship God, declaring the blessing over each other and prophesying over our community and this nation that God's blessing is upon you. So Pastor Darren, may the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you peace. And I pray that in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for your blessing already and for your future blessing in Jesus' mighty name.